0: Okay, yeah. Uh, and give me uh, a, a funny hat I could be wearing. A
1: pirate hat. Ah, we keep going to uh, pirates never mind, I'm not interested. Chef's yeah. hat. You're really Chef's going. hat.
0: You're going to pirates. <laughs> oh, what? everything's just gone pirates.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a, something you would say instead of tits up. It's just gone pirates.
0: How do you know? She told me she loved Oh boy, it's the Doom to Fail podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs with me as ever through the internet. She's as clear and beautiful as a pristine alpine lake. It's Catherine Kogan.
1: So good to be here. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Oh yeah. Well, you know, I I send out the invites every week, (laughs) but uh, it's very expensive because as you know, I use very high quality cardstock. Only the um, best. And do the calligraphy myself. Yep. And, uh, you know, you, you, you keep checking yes on the RSVP. Which I really appreciate Yeah
1: well I got RSVP in time It would be rude not to
0: <laughs> And so uh, I, It is so good that we are both Appreciating the conventions Of the invitation invitati, convention
1: Yes we're, So I'm not firing all fi- cylinders tonight Obviously uh, <laughs> yeah. Well uh, Shall we do some warm ups
0: Uh, Sure Ma ma, 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 Unique do New do York. Unique New York.
1: Unique New York.
0: Yellow leather, leather. Leather, Wait, leather, leather,
1: leather. Leather, leather, what,
0: leather. What leather.
1: <laughs> leather. Let Lionel lick Lily's leathers.
0: All right. Well, today we are talking about high scores. The best you ever done. How about that personal bests? Hey-o. A little, uh, a little bit of uh, motivation for us. I think. <laughs> so, Catherine. What's yes. your highest score?
1: Highest score on anything ever?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's the highest? That's the number. Uh probably Wait, uh, can I cut you off right yeah, there before let's... I let you start? Um when I was in second grade, I remember oh, they I guess they were trying to get a sense of the development of the children. And so they kind of asked people over to a table one by one while we were all working on some busy work project, I don't know, coloring dinosaurs or something. Uh second grade <laughs> stuff. Like, I like ooh, the edge um, of bitterness in your
1: voice, even at age like seven. <laughs>
0: well yeah i mean too so i think uh i think i was jaded even then and, and you'll see that she asked a series of questions just uh, again i think it was just sort of gauge how you're doing um and the one that really stuck in my head was how high can you count and you know i i, I was at a, point, I think i think it's not unreasonable that at the age of you know what seven or eight that you're in second grade the answer is i don't know how high do you want me to count like <laughs> you, you know what i mean like like, That's I have so never counted to a trillion. Yeah. But, well, but, you know, I can extrapolate out. And I had gotten to that point. And I remember just being like, w- I, what? And What's the highest you counted okay, well,
1: consecutively?
0: Yes. That was the question I answered. Because I was like, well, that must be what she means. Because otherwise, why are we having this conversation? <laughs> and I think I said, if I recall correctly, it was, I think I counted to 400 one time in church. Which you know? How else are you going to spend the time to really uh fair yeah, how high you fair. Can count? I guess yeah. Go for that high score, that high church score. How high <laughs> have you counted?
1: Let's play church. One,
0: two, one, two, three, three, three. four. Uh, oh, you beat me! I already gave up.
1: <laughs> I always win <went> at church. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. I wouldn't. Have me that and Jesus. Gave. Mhm. So did you get in trouble? I th- I think I was just marked down um less uh, as as less smart than than I should have been or something. I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, they let me graduate to the next grade. That's really all I was trying to get out of second grade is third grade and so forth.
1: <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair point. Uh I yeah. yeah. I really would like what if we started giving first-graders surveys at the, on their first day of school? Like, what would you like to get out of this year? <laughs>
0: Coloring? What's your five-year plan? Well, I guess I'd like to be in sixth grade by then. I'd like to have your job. <laughs> Guidance counselor. <laughs> <have your> job. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: counselor. Yeah, I think we should really start asking our youth those probing questions. Get them used to the bullshit early, right?
0: I don't know. I mean, I, I really do think about this quite a lot. I go back and forth with, like, how quickly should we start trying to force our children to be jaded? You know? Because on the one hand, like, well, I want them to try. But on the other hand, I I don't know. Looking back, I just feel like, man, I should have been way more practical about, uh, you know, everything. Starting starting from, like, age 14, I should have, like, been just sort of calculating about, like, well, I guess I'd like to get, you know, I, I, I guess, well... I guess the problem was I didn't develop interests uh, in any way, and so...
1: Lasagna, Garfield. Not having I mean, that, but being told interests. I should do
0: my very best. What's that?
1: Uh, uh Interests that I know young Tim had were uh, Garfield and lasagna.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. These are not <laughs> things you can go to college for.
1: No, there is well, no major in lasagna.
0: Right, and so they tell you to, you know, reach for your dreams, and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I guess... I'm trying to reach for some lasagna here,
1: but uh, there's some (laughs) roadblocks.
0: I can't get the student loans, or the the pasta loans, I guess. The lasagna loans, um, sure, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And... Yeah, so I don't know. I I go back and forth on how 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 much you should push your children to be jaded or idealistic and at what time. But I like this idea. I like this idea of like, well, first grade, that's that's the age of jadedness. That's the that's the time you should really turn them around, tell them that life is a joke.
1: So maybe this is uh, this beer. is my naivete here, so please correct me. Um, but Shouldn't we just allow children to become jaded in their own time? Because they will become jaded without our help sooner or later. I mean, shouldn't we spend our time shepherding in the ways that they won't become without our help?
0: No. Okay. Absolutely not.
1: Okay. So,
0: mm-hmm. um, uh,
1: we want all of our children to become wild, feral animals. That's what we're looking for. Jaded, feral animals. That's what I'm
0: looking for. Yes. <laughs> in they a understand child. understand the harsh, cold realities of life. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, well well, I, I mean, you understand my point, though, right, which is, I mean, uh, possibly slightly exaggerated, maybe a little, <laughs> but the idea is, the idea is like, well, you know, when we start to ask kids to make decisions, we should, they should be equipped to make smart ones, um, which I don't think is always necessarily true of 18 year olds who we ask to, you know, pick a college or pick a major. Um, even okay. going on to, okay, now that you've graduated college or when you're in college, you know, all these th- the transition to adulthood, I, I think is rather faulty um, for a lot yeah. of
1: people. Yeah, there's, ugh, I forget who made this joke, but uh, there was like someone talking that about picking a major your first year in college and like, well, last year I was a high school senior and I toilet papered my school, but now I'm a psychology <laughs> major. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a disconnect there now,
0: I'm this close to listening to people's <laughs> deepest problems and trying to diagnose them with serious issues uh, i think i understand depression i'm just gonna say it i totally get it yeah <laughs> definitely i think i understand it yeah i that think of course was super great
1: uh, uh i think i understand the woman's struggle that's why i'm a gender studies major mm-hmm. high school Did senior they call it
0: gender studies that's funny we had it as women's studies
1: uh, they changed it to gender studies while I was in school, like the last two years of me being mm. in school, and that's just at UW. must have been your
0: progressive influence. Must right. be. Must be. Yeah, that's you.
1: That's me. All right.
0: Well, quick before uh, we are we are vastly approaching our uh our high score limit on this particular episode, but or not episode uh, on this particular segment of the episode. But before we go, well, what is your well, Tell me a high score. I want to. I want to hear about a high score you're you're proud of.
1: Oh yeah. Do you remember um, you? Microsoft pinball? Nope. I think we're talking. Microsoft. Yeah,
0: it came preloaded with Windows. Uh, me, 2000 I think. Or something. Or Windows ME. Yeah, I think yeah, it me. was ME.
1: Um, I think I got like four million on that. Not hard to do.
0: Oh, that sounds high. Not hard That's to a do. Big number. I can't count that high.
1: <laughs> That's the thing about pinball. Oh, I can't count that just, high. It's so. I honestly, you probably could count that high. <laughs> This is the problem with counting.
0: <laughs> Who is the time? Am I allowed to count by tens? I feel like that's the shortcut I nope. would take.
1: No, no. no, Not hundreds? Counting? So that seems cheap. You're only counting to 100,000, then.
0: Mm, yeah, that's true. I'm counting 100,000 tens. Oh, boy, This this decimal system we've got, I don't know about it. <laughs>
1: it's way too convenient. Thank God we're using the non-metric system, the standard system, the US system, the system of units that is kind of vaguely named.
0: The Imperial system? The yeah.
1: Imperial system.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, so I think uh, maybe you have some things to work out, some uh, like some kind of bitterness you have to work through uh, about the Imperial system. And uh, once you've done that, we'll be right back on the Doom to Fail podcast.
1: I mean, do you seriously not have any bitterness about the Imperial system?
0: back on the do to fail podcast talking about high scores the biggest numbers you can get the screen to say or sometimes the biggest number in your mind it's so Think sad
1: when you say it like that <laughs> 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 i just i immediately feel That's... like i've wasted a lot of time
0: <laughs> i'm sorry for calling it like it is no
1: no it's good it's healthy for us what do you have what's your highest score
0: ever So, I think the thing that really stands out for me is uh, a game called Zookeeper uh, for the Nintendo (laughs) DS. Did you ever play it? Oh, it's fantastic. (laughs) Oh, my God. As far as, like, addicting puzzle games go, it's amazing. And, um, so, basically, it's sort of a, it's like a bejeweled, you know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, you've got a grid filled with uh, tiles of various colors, although in this case they are uh, representing animals, so lions, giraffes, um, pandas, and, uh... You're trying to swap tiles. You can swap any two tiles, and then you make matches. Okay. And, and then the match disappears, and then new things fall in. And the idea is uh, you try to string up combos, et cetera, et cetera, sure. et cetera. And so we got uh, – a friend and I got pretty into uh, quest mode, which is basically instead of just trying to string up a, uh, a run of points, you're trying to do something specific like match five lines in a row a bunch of times or whatever. I don't know. And there were like 16 of these levels. Um. But what made it kind of intriguing was that there was, every once in a while, uh, throughout the... Every couple of levels had the ability to, like, if you did really well, you could double your score or triple your score. Which means that if you did well in the first few, suddenly, it's it's like a Jeopardy! daily double, right? Like, you uh, you can really beef things up at that point. And so, if you were playing on the bleeding edge of that game... Like normally, the games would you know well, I scored ten thousand points or whatever points are cheap, people just throw them out. but if you were playing like on the bleeding edge like the last the, the top you know ninety nine point nine percent of players of that game would have scores in like the the ten millions because it was all about getting those multipliers at exactly the right time and all that ah. and uh, and, be, and because because it was it was so tight, everything had to be perfect um, it, it became a really intense back and forth because a friend of mine would would get this great high score and then it, i would literally spend months trying to beat him just like a couple hours a day just doing and it's like the same thing over and over because it has to be perfect and uh eventually i actually played the perfect game and ended it and, because it was just unbeatable like there's just oh nope that was you did everything perfect and all i had to do was put in 10,000 hours that's what Malcolm gladwell was talking about was just play <laughs> play an awful lot of zookeeper and so I, <laughs> I still have the high score. I mean, I'm sure the cartridge is long lost, but it, it's it's unbeatable. And we were, I mean, you know, because so many hours went into this, we got very fierce about it. But uh, yeah, that's my that's my high score story. It, it's it's un, unbeatable now. Uh, I don't really talk to that friend much anymore. I don't know how related <laughs> it is. <laughs> it may have just been a friendship ender.
1: Uh, how old were you?
0: Uh, oh, this was probably senior year in high school, so 18, I guess, Damn. 17, 18, something like
1: that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So, so this brings story. up
1: a really interesting phenomena when it comes to high score is okay. there's like there's the people who just sort of play the game and then there's the people who get high scores at this game. And especially with these like sort of newer gen games where you kind of have all of the h- scores in the game just sort of are sent to like the cl- one part of the cloud and then they're all there's sort of board. yeah, sure. the leaderboard is like right there.
0: <laughs> you don't have to physically trade the zookeeper cartridge back and forth.
1: Exactly. It's not like, high score for this arcade. It's high score yeah. ever, ever, ever. <laughs> which, there's like which these two it, classes. Not, there's kind of this cast uh-huh. system of play that happens where you have people who play the game and don't bother to look at the leaderboards because what's the damn point? And then there's people who play the game on the bleeding edge like you were saying and they like know all the Mm -hmm. tricks and they like know like have the feeling for when donkey kong is going to throw the barrels and they are right there
0: (laughs) yeah yeah get the timing perfect and put in all that time i mean i think yeah i the thing to me so whenever i play those i just immediately don't i I don't bother because you know there's ten thousand people played this thing today probably yeah. at least half of them yeah and it's just not worth it i think the only reason i got so into it was because it was a very personal back and forth I mean, it was me and another yeah. guy and it was just like it's yeah. on let's yeah. do this
1: i mean and i don't know you never seem to want to meet those people who are at the top of the leaderboard
0: <laughs> oh yeah no it's uh i mean that was that was one of the the things people got out of that movie the king of kong right it was like <laughs> eh, i don't know about these guys
1: those are, those are people with holes inside them with gaping mm-hmm.
0: holes yeah well so do you think it's plausible to fill a, a gaping hole with what a high score what do you think Tim I mean well let's I uh, know come on come on let's really let's give it a chance no. give it a chance Catherine no I what, don't think what, what are your other options to fill it with Make Let, let's
1: uh, run through the other sand. things
0: people fill their holes with sand, <laughs> sand. Um, cement um, <laughs> jello <laughs> uh,
1: Cock. you could caulk the hole
0: Cock. yeah that's smart or you just put a bl- uh, uh, a blank on you know what I mean um. Just to, you get a gasket, put the blank over the front of it, and then um. Yeah. You know, put a blind a, flange kind of on there to keep the. <laughs> exactly. Man, I love flanges. So. <laughs> well, no, but so okay. The other thing many people do is like, well, I I eat a lot of food. I um I I desperately hunt for more money. Um. You know. I I try to. I spend fifteen hours at work every day. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it is more healthy than some of those to just you know try to try to desperately get the highest score on a Farmville. Maybe I mean, not. What about,
1: what about therapy instead? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, I, what I'm saying is perhaps it is Forgive a lesser evil. Forgive me for suggesting the
1: most radical solution. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, fine. I was I was trying to find a way we could work high scores into into a healthy lifestyle, but apparently not. Apparently, it's just it's for losers.
1: I'm not saying it's for losers It's for people who need them
0: (laughs) So you never never go for any high scores
1: Well there's a whole It's a different ball game when you say Your personal leaderboard And your personal Mm -hmm. high score That's a whole other ball game That's uh, that's attainment And that's looking for Attainment the opposite of atonement uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and it's like looking to improve yourself and you don't do it obsessively right. at Fruit Ninja because um, you have to go to work but <laughs> I mean I have spent—I have stayed up an hour before bed playing Fruit Ninja and then not been able to go to sleep for another 30 minutes yeah I've done that <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait 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 wait! this is the opposite of what we normally say though. you're saying that if we do it just with ourselves then that is uh, very self-actualized. That is understanding yourself. Whereas if you do it in a social context, then it's, it's crazy. It's just crazy.
1: But it's... Okay. So I would say the back and forth passing, I, I think that's a healthy way to treat high scores. Um, I would say oh, like it, in by, having by way, an arcade further, and then like that knowing that... was not healthy. Say again?
0: But before you go any further, that zookeeper thing was not healthy. That, okay. was, not, that was not fundamentally good for me.
1: Fair point. Okay, it's more healthy than. (laughs) It's more healthy than the global leaderboard.
0: Yeah, just because it's so bleeding edge there. You have to be so good to even get on the board.
1: Yeah, it's insane. Um, And then there's. uh, But so you think. There's another classification where it's like you have an arcade and you know the local guy who has the other high score and you like see him in passing and you guys have like a a arcade rivalry on on like a local level Mm -hmm. because you have a personal relationship and there's like an arcade community you're building out of that um (laughs) but so there's a social aspect to those parts of a high score thing that are good and Uh fine uh, and not destructive (laughs)
0: But it, but it, you're saying it's asocial when it's there's no person on the other side there. It's just the name.
1: It's just a blind number that you're trying to beat with a name
0: next to mm. it. Uh, fair point. Well, okay. Let's let's dive uh, let's dive into the the personal when there's not even a number with a name. It's just a number that you made up in your head just now. Um, when we come <laughs> back in a moment on the David podcast.
1: High score. I just thought of a higher number.
0: back on the Dunafale podcast talking about high scores. Now Catherine, you may remember when we left the last segment, we were going to talk about the personal high score and what that can mean to you. And I guess my feeling on it is um that's something I do only when I've already totally used up all the entertainment value, whatever the game has. So I'm just killing time and I'm like I'm adding a metagame on top of it which is like, well, I wonder how many times I can kick my shoe off my foot and then catch it back on my foot in a row. <laughs> Probably 5 at least. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know, to me it it's 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 a signal that it's the beginning of the end for whatever game I'm playing, be it a video game or yeah, any kind of time killer or jacks. Maybe I'm playing jacks. But
1: Yeah, which is I mean maybe eventually
0: she meant, you're going
1: to Maybe that teacher who gave on. that survey what meant the um How high can you count? Met like how many jacks? And when you said four hundred, she was like, "That's this child is a liar."
0: (laughs) She's going down the thing. It says like below average, average, genius, liar. Mm, Check on liar. Okay, so that's to me that kind of represents the beginning of the end for the level of enjoyment that I'm going to have with this game.
1: Yeah, there is. There's definitely an aspect of that part of. Like, when you hit that point that it's just, I'm just doing this because I paid for this game and I'm going to get my money's worth, damn it, (laughs) whether I enjoy it or not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, I,
0: yeah. (laughs) You're just like, uh, well, and also, I, I definitely do it too, even with, like, freebie games or, you know, back to Time Killers, like we were saying earlier, I think, um yeah just it's like uh, i don't get i'm not getting anything out of this but i do have five minutes to spare and i'm not going to figure out another game to download to my phone Mm -hmm. or what yeah
1: but i mean there's also the games that are like literally there's nothing to them but getting points or the dopamine release that comes from points
0: (laughs) i lose interest in those really really fast actually
1: yeah yeah
0: well yeah um
1: I don't know. The classics really get me. The Fruit Ninjas, the Doodle Jumps, like, they're they're long-lived for me.
0: Hmm. So what do you tell yourself when you're booting it up and, you know, you have to pass one million points to get your personal best or whatever, and you know that takes 20 minutes of just, like, moving the phone back and forth so your doodle guy can jump the, you know, (laughs) however many platforms up? Like how do you, how do you psych yourself up for that and stay interested and engaged because to me it just seems like a slog?
1: Uh how do I how do are you asking how I keep moving forward? How do I get through it?
0: Yes, how do you get through it with something that is fundamentally not worth getting through, right?
1: I, I it's literally just like I can almost feel the dopamine squirt happening in my head like Oh my gosh, I'm going to get it this time. I'm going to get that high score this time. It's going to be so exciting, and I'm going to feel so great about myself for like half a second. Oh, It's disgusting. It's horrible.
0: <laughs> really? So you feel that even with, you know, again, this is a problem with games where the whole point is to score a lot of points, is um, it takes a long time to score a lot of points once you're you're pretty good at it. So you feel it 20 minutes ahead of time, or, you know, how long is, is the best doodle, how long does the best doodle jump game you've ever played take you?
1: I think, uh, I can't tell you the longest game, but I can tell you, like, when I was at my prime, my doodle jumping prime, it was like a 10 minute game.
0: Sure. Back when you were a spry youngin who could really jump with the best Yeah. Desires.
1: And then, I mean, the best mode of Fruit Ninja is a minute and a half, and then you can oh, get see, little yeah, so time, time blues, and it gets it up to, like, maybe two minutes but yeah Mm.
0: I'd be more into that the 10 minute thing I mean really uh I mean yeah sure it's 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 a big build-up and that pays off in the last you know 30 seconds I'm sure it's incredibly intense and you feel alive alive for the first time in ages (laughs) finally this phone is is bringing me back I feel I feel young again um but the first nine minutes and 30 seconds is horrible (laughs) It's just, it's just staring at the phone, shaking things and your significant other saying, honey, honey, let me make love to you. <laughs> and you say, no, not now, doodle jump for nine minutes and 30 seconds. Like, I don't know. I, I can't climb that hill. I, I, I can't. That's it's
1: actually just, a it's... very poignant thing that you say that, um, when honestly, when I was at my doodle jump prime, I was just sort of reaching that uh-huh. point with Grant, like, cause I had been with Grant like, longer than I had ever been in a relationship, right? Sure, yeah. uh, and so we were reaching uh-huh. this point where we were both kind of, like, freaking out a little bit, and we kind of had this rough patch, and we realized that a big part of that rough patch was because, like, we had never been with anybody for this long before, and so we're at that point right. where you're, like, you you have that high score and you have that huge adrenaline rush, and you're like, don't screw up, don't screw up, don't screw up. Except this is well, a relationship uh, instead of a game of Doodle Jump, so things are higher stakes. Uh,
0: well, I, yeah, I guess.
1: <laughs> so I, I was feeling that way in Doodle Jump and both in my real life. Uh, and, and the fact that you say, like, oh my god, that those first, like, five minutes are so crappy because it's just, you know how to do this. It's like, yeah, and now you're in this mm-hmm. comfortable relationship, you've got your high score, and you don't want to leave this person because... Then you have to go back to that first five minutes of boringness. Ex- except instead of five minutes, I mean, it's like a year and a half.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and you're 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 you've finally seen the interesting. You know, you've gotten to the fifth level where there are palm trees, or it's a snow level, maybe, <laughs> and and things are finally starting to get exciting and interesting. And you're seeing all the all the various uh, the high scores a relationship can bring you, <laughs> and. You're just, oh, I can't, I can't, I cannot go back to the, the regular old music with the Green Hills and, um, you know, the first date questions. Uh, so, uh, what do your parents do? And then you jump on a, a you know, the second Goomba because you know where yeah. he is. You know exactly where that Goomba is. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so congratulations on your high score so far, I suppose. Thank
1: you. Congratulations on both yeah. my high scores for Doodle Jump
0: and Relationships. Yes you're doing quite hey. well, yeah t- one thing that's well, I don't know it does it is a little uh it's a little harmful to think of relationships with sort five scores, right because uh as in Tetris, you know you always lose at the end, right, but yeah I suppose yeah, I suppose you could just hope to get far enough that you uh die first you lose for uh yeah yeah, one of the acceptable reasons for a relationship to end <laughs> like death.
1: I of thinking uh of that of reasons to end a relationships in terms of acceptable and unacceptable ones
0: (laughs) (laughs) wait wait can we okay let's i i don't want to do this to you because i love you dearly but um let's sketch out a a scenario in which you and gran are together forever and uh you die first and and we're all very sad and we're at the funeral and gran is giving a eulogy because he's um you know a thoughtful thoughtful caring guy and and boy did he ever love you and um he says, you know, we all love Catherine, and her high score was the highest she'd ever seen, and finally, all all the blocks went to the top of the screen, and it always happens to each and every one of us. Aww. Now, join me in etching her initials into the gravestone.
1: That's beautiful. Can my gravestone through. be a little game <laughs> got... of Tetris that there's, like, a losing screen? No, your, your
0: gravestone... Y- y- your gravestone is gonna say K I C, and you have to you have to slide through the thing a bunch of times. <laughs> I'm like, okay, where's the K? Oh, I overshot it. Oh, I gotta go back to the beginning. Okay, sorry guys. It's K one C. It's fine. It's it's gonna be fine. I just I didn't want to loop again. Well, with, with that, that beautiful imagery, just lovely. Yeah, that beautiful imagery. <laughs> I just want Kubert to be at your funeral for some (laughs) reason. (laughs) We'll call that... We'll call that this week of the Doom to Fail podcast. And, uh... Oh, we'll probably come back next week and not talk about Catherine dying due to Tetris-related illness.
1: Uh, I I wouldn't promise anything, What was the cause of death?
0: Not enough, not enough, uh... What was the cause of death? No, uh, straight lines. All she just kept getting were those weird zigzag things. Not you.
1: Yeah, those are ah oh, man. I hate those damn things. Anyway, is that uh Tim Dobbs over there?
0: Uh well let me do it. And all right. and until next week, that's Catherine Kilger over there. <laughs> Tim
1: Dobbs right over here.
0: i what's happening next. Honey pass. This what she wants to see. <laughs>